Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 good people. It is Wednesday, March the 9th, 2022. Y'all know what it is, baby. It's your boy, Ray G. This is Wake Up Ray G. Jordan has infiltrated my screen, so my time to shine is over. Jay, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. It's funny. As you were giving your good mornings, I don't know what the counter is today. I know someone in the chat always gives us the good morning counter of the day. I honestly needed the breath just listening to you do that, but happy to be here. Good morning. No cold intro. It's going to be a good show. Tons of news yesterday. Excited to talk about it all today with you, bro. Yeah, man. Excited, man. Got a lot of news, a lot of football stuff to talk to, talk about. Mike in the building, Terrence, uh, Ricardo, uh, Joe, my girl in the building, McNutted. What's happening with you, baby? 4D Chess in the building, Jim, James, the super chat, Maven himself. What's going down, man? It's going to be a good one. Uh, yeah, a lot of news. Uh, you know, we changed the thumbnail up a little bit. Like, we really wanted to take this time. Like, the Q&A is dope. And please continue to ask questions. But, like, just a, just an episode where we could just talk value, right? Like, what the hell is going on in the fantasy market, right? Like, what what are what are these players being valued at? What What's, what's going on? Who's the hot name? Who should we... I just learned yesterday, Jay, uh, for the first time. I just learned. I, I had no clue how keep trade cuts sort of crowdsources their information like i thought this was like you know some mocks going on behind the scenes but i didn't realize they get their data from the when you first go to the website and it's asking you between the three players would you keep trade cut one to get to the information i'm just pressing shit like i'm not really going through that going through it and like oh would i really keep him if it was i'm just boom 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 get me get me out of here so i can get to the information but finding out like what really is behind that i don't know how much you use keep trade cut but i thought it was a little um that was a little fascinating how they crowdsource their information and don't know if it's probably the most reliable source of ADP out there, but shout out to them, man. It's a cool little tool they have, but I just learned that, man. I didn't know. What's funnier is that I've been seeing KTC on Twitter for, I don't know, a, a little while now, and I never knew what it meant. Didn't bother to look it up. Didn't bother to ask. And so yesterday, I believe it was actually McNutted, was like, yeah, it's keep trade cut. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Never heard of it. Never looked at it. Don't plan to. Not reliable. Stick to patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. Ja- uh, Joe asking where a girl Jasmine was. They had a little romance on the show yesterday. There was a lot of babes <laughs> getting called back and forth. Joe and Jasmine, the two J's. You got to watch out for those two troublemakers on the show. Jorgen, what's going on? Jorgen from Germany. What's in that espresso? Just a double shot. Just a little double shot to get the blood going, to get the juices flowing today. Uh, let's go ahead and get all the promo stuff out the way first. Two, how many days we got left? Two days, Jay? I believe so, Two days yeah. left. Two days left. PristineAuction.com forward slash register. You're automatically entered. Jonathan Taylor helmet. 
I got to send it off. I'm send, And I'm sending it out on time. Once we announce the winner on Friday, I'm putting it in the mail on Saturday so you can have that joint by like Monday or Tuesday. Ship it from Dallas, Texas. Get you that signed JT helmet. Use the code ALLGAS. That way uh, you get $10 off at Pristine Auction for anything that you get. Jerseys, all kinds of shit. I'm always on there. Uh, prize picks. You already know what it is. Tap in. Use the promo code WAKEUP. The NFL futures are out right now, Jay. And there are a couple of... Um, Really soft lines, in my opinion, for NFL futures and a pretty much health bets. We'll get into Devontae Adams a little bit later in the show. But they got C.D. Lamb, his over-under receiving yard total at 1,200 yards this season. With no Amari Cooper, no Michael Gallup to start the season. If you want some free money, promo code WAKEUP. They match you dollar for dollar, first-time depositors up to 100. Make sure you tap into that. Subscribe to the YouTube feed. Subscribe to the Wake Up with Reggie podcast. Check out 4D Chess and Elite Seekers with Ben Eby and Off the Line and everything that we got cooking underneath the umbrella is dope shit. We got popping, man. So, uh, yeah, Jay, news, a lot of it. Fast and furious out of the NFL yesterday. Uh, franchise tags going down. We had big trades. We had re-signings. I mean, I think we're going to spend some time um, on that this show. And then we also got a couple of trades, a couple of dynasty trades that we're going to take a look at and just talk talk through it right i just i want the people to tell us are we wrong are we right are we are we way off base are these oh damn hold on hold on hold on Uh oh hold on you stopped me marlin 20 dollars super chat what did he say this is a long one using raise method my dynasty team is in the middle of the pack and not championship contender cmc might be on the move should i trade away cmc now or wait till cmc plays a few more games We'll take and try it. to we'll, get maximum value. We'll, Interesting. We'll get there. We'll get there. I, I just put a star by it. Shout out Marlon. And then we also had another one from Tim. Timothy Clark. He has some questions. Super chat. I got y'all favored. We'll get y'all. I got them up there on the screen. We'll get y'all. Uh, we'll get y'all. Uh, we'll get y'all answered. Joe said I've never made a successful trade using keep trade. <laughs> I didn't know. Like I literally yesterday we were talking in the Discord and I was like, yo, how did I get this information? They're like, oh, yeah. you know the joint you fill out when you go there. Literally, I'm just click, click, click. Like, give me to, give me to the shit that I need to see, right? Um, again, I'm not here to talk about keep trade cut, but apparently, a lot of people don't like it. The air horn is coming. The air horn is coming. Don't worry. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna call it trash, man. But um, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. But Jay, let's get into it, man. Like, let's. There's no need to bury the damn lead. Um, there are a couple of notes. Go ahead, go through the first part of the notes, and then we'll dive into the meat of what happened, man. Yeah, so the small stuff that we're not going to really touch on too in-depth is uh, Jacksonville ended up tagging Cam Robinson, which is interesting because a lot of people had Evan Neal, the left tackle, going first overall. But now, if they decide, they obviously franchise tag Cam Robinson, does that mean they're going to take Evan Neal 101? Or is now the door open for Aiden Hutchinson to be the 101, like was kind of predicted around November, December, when he was really on the rise? We'll see what happens, but that was an interesting development in the franchise tag game. And then two other ones that we saw that one was surprising, Dalton Schultz getting tagged by the Cowboys. Ray, you're probably not too happy about that, but another weapon for Dak Prescott to continue to succeed in Dallas. And Mike Gesicki, um, I don't know if I get it. You know, it's only $10 million, so it's not crazy, but was not expecting Mike Gesicki to get franchise tagged. We'll see what happens from there, but I don't know whether you want to get to uh, throw Rogan himself or start with the Russell Wilson trade to Denver, but two massive developments in the NFL world on top of Ian Rappaport getting lit on fire by Pat McAfee over the contract that he released about Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> which apparently was not true. Not true at all. No $200 million contract in place. Nothing accepted. Nothing signed. 
but interesting to see the least. Uh, we'll see what happens with Rodgers. Devontae Adams, obviously, franchise tag, saying knowing that Rodgers, Rodgers is going back. But the biggest news by far, Russell Wilson traded from Seattle to Denver in a massive trade, probably one of the biggest we've seen in the NFL in years. Seattle received two firsts, two second-round picks in 2022-2023. Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and then there was a pick swap. I believe it was Denver's fifth-round pick yeah, for Seattle's fourth-round pick. Yeah, so a small little pick swap in 2022, but the meat of it was the two first, two seconds this year and next, and that gives Seattle the 109 this year. And it didn't even cross my mind until about middle of the day that they could be hunting quarterback with that 109 pick. Yeah. So let's. Um. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. Uh, only thing that could have, we so rarely get NFL trades that actually mean something. So in my opinion, that was the biggest news of the day because we just don't see that, right? You don't see these type of players getting dealt. Like, it just doesn't happen often in the NFL. I want to touch on Cam Robinson real quick. Somebody asked, what the hell is Jacksonville doing? I don't know. I, I, I cannot speak to how good Cam Robinson was or was not last year. I truly do not know. We all know that the Jacksonville offensive line as a collective wasn't very good. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't have a lot of time. He was a young quarterback. Maybe he contributed to some of the sacks that he took. I don't know if Cam Robinson is good or bad. I don't know that. But if you're franchising a left tackle, like you didn't franchise Cam Robinson who played left tackle to move him to right tackle. Now, you can still draft an Evan Neal or an Equano and start him on the right side, right? Like you can do that. Dallas Cowboys did that with Tyron Smith. They still had Flozell Adams, I believe, on the left side. They draft Tyron Smith. He only played over there for a year, right? There was only one year, and then he transitioned to the left. Uh, Pinay Sewell, Detroit Lions, top pick yep. this year, played right. When the left tackle got hurt, he moved him over to left. So I don't think this precludes Jacksonville from taking an offensive lineman, but it definitely makes it a little less clear. It seemed like it was a foregone conclusion they were going to go like Wano or Evan Neal. Now uh, there's some ambiguity there. They could still go that direction, and I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, you get Evan Neal's already said I could play wherever, right? Uh, McWano could play wherever. So it, it, you draft that guy because he's the the best talent best thing for your team with your young quarterback protecting him uh even if you put him at the right side i don't think trevor lawrence would be upset about having two bookends um at tackle on the offensive line but i do think it opens the door for maybe a Kayvon thibodeau maybe a aiden hutchinson at the top of the first uh we'll see how that plays out mike gasecki being tagged by the dolphins something that a lot of people didn't expect uh not good for hunter long and the hunter long truthers out there uh good for mike gasecki uh oversized wide receiver is essentially what he is played well with Tua last year a lot of people really don't like him but he's got value now he's got some insulation some protection they probably work out a long-term deal maybe the new head coach Mike McDaniel is it McDaniel or McDaniels is it McDaniel or an that's S? a good question I, I, I don't know both. maybe he turns say, him into George Kittle like I guess that's the hope right well I say I say it fast to just kind of like Mike McDaniel so that it kind of just <laughs> blends in maybe he's got plans for uh, Mike Gesicki, so, I mean, whatever, right? They they need weapons. It's really Jalen Waddle and nobody else out there to throw the ball to, so makes a lot of sense in my, in my opinion. But to Russell Wilson, so let's just talk Russell Wilson and what this means for Denver, the team. Massive upgrade, no matter how you slice it. When you go from Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke and uh, Kendall Hilton, Milton, Kendall, whoever the Kendall was that played a couple of years ago that had never played quarterback since high school. When you go from that 
to Russell Wilson, that's an instant boost to the Denver offense, no matter how you slice it, right? Is it, I'm not going to be prisoner of the moment and say this elevates Denver to the championship contending. You still got to get through, uh, you know, I I compare it to levels in like uh, final bosses, right? You still, level one boss, Derek Carr and the Raiders. You got to get through Derek Carr and Waller and Max Crosby. You you beat level one. You normally can get through level one. You get through level one, now you got level two. Now you got to deal with Justin Herbert and Joey Bosa and Derwin James and Austin Eckler and the Chargers. And if you somehow get through level two, then you get to M. Bowser, the final boss, right? Fucking M. Bison, Bowser, final boss. You got to get through Kansas City. Does, does Russell Wilson in that offense have enough firepower to get through KC, to get through the Chargers, to get through the Raiders? It's a tough division, man. I think it's the most competitive division in football, the AFC West. Uh, it's, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. But the real winners and losers of the situation are the pass catchers from Seattle, losers, the, and the pass catchers from the Denver Broncos, winners. And we talked about Noah Fant being dealt. Jay, I don't know how you feel about Noah Fant. I was never in on Noah Fant like that. Like, when he first came out, I'm like, yes, it can happen. He could be a, a, a top five dynasty tight. I still don't know why he has the, the the ranking that he does. People value him as tight end seven, tight end eight. You know, Dalton Schultz may not have the name cachet, definitely not the athlete, athlete that Noah Fant is, but there's no doubt in my mind, if I'm rolling into next year's fantasy season, I'd much rather the number two option on the Dallas Cowboys in Dalton Schultz opposed to Noah Fant and whatever it is he's going to do with Drew Locke in Seattle. It seems like it's a dumpster fire. Not only did they trade away Russell Wilson, they're saying that they're prepared to move Tyler Lockett, which they should, embrace the tank, embrace the rebuild, and they're going to release eight-time Pro Bowl linebacker Bobby Wagner. So this this seems like a full wholesale rebuild for Seattle, which if they were going to go this route, Trading two firsts for Jamal Adams just asinine, makes zero sense. I heard my man Nate Liss, shout out Nate Liss, talked about they should have gotten more back. If you're going to trade Russell Wilson um, out of the out of, you know off of your roster, you need to get something more back than the 109, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, and a couple of picks. Still got a hit on those picks. I do think quarterback is where they're probably going to go in the first round. Can they roll through the season with Drew Locke? Sure. Um, and if they want to full-fledged tank and play this game that, oh, we like the quarterback, we think we can develop Drew Locke, perfect fall guy, perfect guy to fall on the sword for a 2-15 season is Drew Locke, right? And then hopefully they get a high enough draft capital to, to get a C.J. Stroud, potentially a Bryce Young. We'll see what Will Levis does. Um, but overall, Jay, the, it's, it's, the, it's the wide receivers, right? What are we doing with D.K. Metcalf? Uh, how high do you elevate a Jerry Judy now? How high are you moving up a Cortland Sutton? Where do you value Noah Fant? Uh, some people I know that I talked to yesterday moved DK out of their top 12 wide receivers in Dynasty. Outside of the top 12, goodbye, you're out of the top 12. Just what are your feelings around these situations, man? First off, I want to give a shout-out to Matt Bruning, who sent me $5 him. in the Super Chat to pay my uh, Christian Watson bet. So thank got you, him. Matt. I'm going to need it. Um, but talking about DK, I, honestly, if there's one guy I'm not concerned about, it's actually DK Metcalf. Because mm. I think there's one of two schools of thought. You either believe DK Metcalf is an elite wide receiver or at least can command an elite target share, at which point it shouldn't matter who his quarterback is. He should have 150 targets every year, at which point he can produce to somewhere of the realm of 90 to 100 recept- receptions, 1,200 to 1,500 yards, depending on the situation in the quarterback play. 
So from that standpoint, if you take Tyler Lockett out of the equation, why isn't DK Metcalf going to be a top receiver from a target share perspective? Why can't he have a ton of yards? Why can't he have a ton of touchdowns? I don't know. I think it depends on how you feel about DK. When DK got drafted, I believed that it was a perfect storm for him as a player and for him to develop. Now he has developed. He's shown what he can do in the NFL. And so I think there's a definitely a good chance that he can continue to be a star in the NFL. It's just it may not be the ceiling that we hoped for without Russell Wilson. But if we're projecting things like target share, Deontay Johnson was a great wide receiver last year. And it was simply because he got a ton of targets. And I think DK Metcalf can do the same type of thing, at which point he can be a top 12, top 15 wide receiver in the NFL. No problem. Lockett, we'll see. He's probably going to be traded. I think the biggest thing for me that I noticed kind of looking at all the news yesterday was that Washington apparently offered three first round picks for Russell Wilson. And essentially the Seattle Seahawks just said, no, they don't want to trade him in the NFC, which is, I get it, but I, I still don't, it just feels like such an old way of thinking. If someone's going to give you three first round picks for a player. Why are you not taking that? I guess, you know, two firsts and two seconds is fine, but fans, I think I hear where you're coming from, but the problem with Fant is just he was so highly touted from his sophomore season. I know, I know. He was tight end one. I get it. No questions. TJ Hawkinson, nobody even knew who he was. I get it. Fant, first round pick, only 25 years old, coming off back-to-back 90 target seasons. Hopefully there's more opportunity for him, but again, the quarterback play is still terrible. I don't know. I I I mean, mean, if if you can get him for a reasonable price, why not? I, I... Everyone, so so Mike said spicy Schultz over Fant, uh, eighty nine targets in twenty twenty at twenty four years old, sixty three receptions, six fifteen, four touchdowns, uh, one hundred and four targets last year. Doesn't miss games, seventy eight receptions, eight oh eight, eight touchdowns. I mean, he's the he will be the number two option in Dallas. Do y'all understand that he's going to be the number two option on a high powered offensive team? They paid Dak Prescott. 75 million M's last year. He's going to throw the ball. No Gallup. They release Amari Cooper, and I don't care if they take, and I'm, I'm saying it right now. If Traylon Burks is on the clock at 24 when Dallas is up, he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy. If Traylon Burks is on the clock at 24, Jerry Jones being an Arkansas alum, paying for his grandson to go play quarterback at Arkansas, Jerry probably wants to buy the University of Arkansas, Traylon Burks will be a Dallas Cowboy. I want Dalton Schultz. I don't think that's spicy. What's up? Two back. If Noah Fant did what Dalton Schultz did last year, we'd be over the moon happy. You know, it's just the fact that the dude was, you know, fourth round pick, supposed to be usurped by Blake Jarvin. I don't think it's spicy at all. I mean, you talk about production, age. He's done it two years from 2014 uh, at 24 years old, 25 years old. Right now, uh, I would 100% trade you Noah Fant for Dalton Schultz plus, if that's where you think uh, the value lies in that situation. And no, this isn't a Tony Gwynn jersey. It's a Fernando Tatis, Fernando Tatis jersey. Um, So I'm not as concerned about DK Metcalf either. Um, When you've got somebody that size, that athleticism, uh, we we saw DeAndre Hopkins be dominant with Tom Savage and all kinds of shit quarterbacks. So as long as Drew Locke can bomb it to uh, DK down the field, hyper-target him, I'll bet on the volume. 
The, situ the situation will improve. I do truce, I, I do believe that they are going to target a quarterback at nine, and I think Matt Corral fits that offense to a T. You've already had a quarterback who ran some RPO stuff in Russell Wilson in that offense with Pete Carroll. You get Matt Corral in Seattle, and you know I think that's a good pairing. Matt Corral plus DK Metcalf. They probably find another receiver later to build around them, get some offensive line help, start the rebuild out the right way. Trey Tyler Lockett, I'm in. Uh, Jerry Judy, of course, gets the value bump, right? He bumps up. Uh, Cortland Sutton gets a – catching passes from Russell Wilson. This has got to be a good thing uh, for all those Denver wide receivers. Am I out today trying to buy any of them? Albert O, you send me a second-round pick for Albert O, first-class ticket off my roster. Jerry Judy, if his value now bumped up, let's say – I know our man Eugene talked about last – before the trade that he would send a first-rounder for Jerry Judy. So if you could trade – Jay, if you had the 108, 107, 108, would you rather the 107, 108 in 2022 or Jerry Judy? Oh, I think I'd still take the pick. I like Judy, though. I, I hope that he can return to where he should be, and that's somewhere in the top 20 at wide receiver. I, I hope that Russ can really take him to the next level, but I think today I'm holding the pick. It hurts. It hurts wow. to say that. Yeah, I'd rather have the well, I think pick it's the right than thing to Jerry do. Judy. I think that's the, that's the thing. Um... Dallas is taking a wide receiver if they like who's that. And I'm telling you, Jerry Jones's love and unhealthy affection for Arkansas, if Burks is there and they release Amari Cooper, no Michael Gallup, lock it in, Traylon Burks to the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we had we, we talked a little bit about – so real quick, just overall, overall – are you buying or selling any of the wide receivers? A lot of people are asking, do you move Javonta Williams up? I mean, he's already, in my opinion, like Dynasty yeah, RB3-4. Like, he's not – I can't move him up any higher. But this definitely helps out. He should be more efficient on his touches. When you've mm -hmm. got a quarterback, the level and the stature of Russell Wilson, this helps out. This helps out Javonta Williams, right? He should have more runway to – more room to run, should be involved. We'll see how he does Russell Wilson checking it down. Javonta, what was surprising this year was how involved he was in the passing game. So hopefully he continues that. Uh, good. If I were a Broncos fan right now, uh, I, I would not mind giving up what they gave up. I, I don't think I think that was kind of light for to get a Russell Wilson and the next domino to kind of fall. Is let's pay attention to what happens with Deshaun Watson. Uh, they said that his legal issues. There should be some more clarity this week with Deshaun Watson, and I think he could be the next quarterback on the move. Maybe Carolina giving up that 106 to Houston help with their rebuild. That'd be awesome for Houston if they can get a 106 second rounder, a future first rounder. Deshaun Watson probably on the move very, very soon, Jay. But but Aaron Rodgers, I fucking told you, I told you, wasn't going anywhere. All the drama, all the stuff surrounding Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is staying put in Green Bay. Whether it's $200 million, $500 million, $100 million, I don't know what he's getting. He's getting $100-something million. He's getting a big deal. He's in Green Bay. Devontae Adams is back. Green Bay looks foolish for taking uh, uh, Jordan Love in the first. They should have gone wide receiver. And I bet you, I bet you Aaron Rodgers told them, Whenever we pick, I want the best receiver that's on the board. If that's Jahan Dotson, sign me up. If it's George Pickens, if it's Traylon Burks, whomever it is, draft me a damn wide receiver. MVS, probably gone. Alan Lazard, probably gone. I'll tell you who's a sneaky, low-key, lowest-key buy or go get off your waiver wire. Josiah DeGuara. Robert Tanyan, ACL tear, free agent. You're talking about a, a young tight end going into his third year. Drafted on day two by the Green Bay Packers. 
Aaron Rodgers showed some trust and faith in him down late towards the end of the season. Not telling you to go out there and trade second rounders for Josiah DeGuara. Not telling you to spend any significant draft capital. Just go check your waiver wire. See if DeGuara's on waivers. If he is, good chance he rolls into the 2022 season as a starter. We'll see. I've seen some mocks where they, you know, Trey McBride is mocked to him. That's just that's just pie in the sky shit, right? Until the NFL draft happens, I think DeGuara's a good Low, low bargain bin can get off waiver wires, a throw-in, the, the absolute throwest of throw-ins in a deal. Just go ahead and stash him, man. And if they don't invest in a tight end and he is the starting tight end for Green Bay, that's that's awesome. Already some rapport and chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. But, Jay, a- Aaron Rodgers, how are you feeling about him in Dynasty now? I'm feeling good. Um, I mean, what is there to say? He's back where he belongs. Devontae Adams is with him. A.J. Dillon's stock continues to rise. Aaron Jones' stock stays intact. Jordan Love is going to be on the bench where he probably belongs. And so I'm fine with it. I mean, the funny thing is I was going to ask you as you're talking about all this. I'm like, so what do we do with Amari Rodgers? How do we feel about Amari Rodgers' third-round pick I feel out of 2021? I'm flaccid. No, no potential, no potential flaccid. buy window now for Amari Rodgers? Had a bad rookie season coming into his sophomore year? No? No. Not feeling no, it? No. No. Completely flaccid. I'm unmoved by Amari Rodgers. I, unmoved. So either way, Rodgers, no blood, no two-time blood is MVP. No. Looking good. Still, yeah. I think we talked about it yesterday. I think he's, you know, somewhere in between 10 and 12 as far as dynasty quarterbacks go. If you want to go compete early, draft some good running backs, try and get Aaron Rodgers your QB1. It's a great strategy. This I employed is... it myself in a recent league, and it's looking pretty good. Devontae so is punching the air. Amari is oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh. The people come to my defense today. Uh, and you know you you and Mike Very have a feud. Soft. You you and Mike have a feud. Mike Mike thinks Jay Rich is the worst dynasty player of all time. But I think Jay's gonna have something to say about this in a second, <laughs> right? Oh God, oh God. Uh, what, what did Bruning say? He didn't have a bad rookie season. He oh gosh, is Bruning a Amari oh, Rogers truther? Is is Bruning wow. a truther? <laughs> all right, all right. So let's talk. Let's talk Aaron Rodgers, right? And there was a trade that happened. Uh, Jay, let's look at this trade. Oh yeah, for Aaron Rodgers that happened six days ago. Let's let the people tell us what they think about this one. So this is the forty. We're putting forty on blast today. All right. Oh, this is the 40, forty on forty crime. This well, c- crime or collusion, one or the other. It was. <laughs> I should have reversed this shit. This was after a series of other equally terrible trades. Super flex, best ball. Would you all, good people, rather have Aaron Rodgers or 2025 draft picks, right? 2025. I love college. I couldn't tell you who's going to be, who's even eligible. Carlos Del Rio, 101. There you I'm go. Carlos you. Del Rio, Ryan Tannehill. And, 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 and let, me, let me give some context to this. This is after uh, the other half of 4D acquired of Devontae Adams. So you trade away Aaron Rodgers for Ryan Tannehill and 2025 picks in Superflex. What say the people? Uh-oh. And they're flowing in. Give it to them. Oh, yeah. Chris, woof. Bad trade. Terrible. Bruning, Arch Manning, Tim Clark laughing, 2025. Uh, yeah, this is – listen. We got more Super chat. Listen, I'm getting all – I got all the Super Chats. It's going to be Airhorn City in a minute. This is bad. This is awful. This is this, When I saw this, I, like, and if I pulled up the series of trades that happened to get to this point, you all would throw up in your mouths right now. 
This, I, I don't, I don't understand it. You're selling off. I don't care if it's three years. You got at least two, at least two years. Let's just assume his contract is fully guaranteed for two years. If I'm going to trade Aaron Rodgers, I don't want 2025 picks. W- what are you doing? There's, there's, retired by there's, then. there's, there's something about getting ahead of the curve. I get it. You want to get 2023s? Fine. You want to get 2024 picks? Okay. This, this is silly. This is, this is asinine, right? I, I, this is. I have no Mike, words. That trade is awful. And then, and then, it's and then, really bad though. And then McNutted wants to tell us how bad our trades are. And then this is what oh, happens boy. between he and his league mates. So we got some more stuff that we're going to see, right? We got some. We got some more interesting deals that we're going to pull up. But another big move, Jay, and um, good for the player. Not as good for my destination. Uh, you know, we're just going to get this out of the way now. We'll just get this out. I'll send him his damn money back. $20 defending champ in the league. Here, have some of those winnings back. This so, so Mike beat me in the what championship round. And he's just, it's like he never won anything in his life. I'm a content creator. I play in leagues for promotional purposes only. Yes, you won in the championship, and you bought your way to another championship this year. Congratulations. No skill required. All you did was take advantage of your your, your co-host, and you bought yourself another title. But thank you for the super chat. I, we're not going to, yeah, get the hell out of here. Messes up, messes up where I was going. Player that um, got a big deal yesterday, Jay. Mike Williams, 60 M's. 40 of them guaranteed. That was the landing spot that we kept talking about. Drake London, Jameson Williams, Garrett Wilson. I think that's all but dead now. I, 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 when, you pay, when you pay Mike Will that type of money, and good for Mike Will, good for Mike Williams, when you pay him that type of money, I don't think they're going to invest their number 17 overall pick in a wide receiver. Um, this one hurt. This one hurt a little bit. I was banking on a DJ Chark. I was banking on a Garrett Wilson, a Drake London, a Chris Olave at least. Um, what are your thoughts on Mike Williams? I'll tell you this. If I had Mike Williams today, he would be on the trade block in every league that I have him. Every 100%. league. 100%. Every 100%. league. 100%. Every league. 100%. Every league. He, his, He's on the trade his block. His value should not be going up. He is in the same situation he was in before. He was a great receiver at the beginning of the year. He was inconsistent. And I think that's what he's going to be. He's been inconsistent his entire career. So why is he magically now, because he has $40 million, going to be a consistent wide receiver? I don't know why people think that. His deal is front-loaded, first of all. So I don't have any reason to believe he could be there after two years. It's it's a it's yeah. a fine contract for Mike, but his value does not change. His value was a little bit lower because he's, you know, he's on the trade block, may switch teams. But now he's on the same team he was on before, so there's no reason why his value should switch. It shouldn't go up drastically. It should just stay where it was. He's with Herbert. Mm-hmm. That's great if you have him. But if he has a couple boom weeks, just like last season, you should be selling him. No question. What would you be looking to get? It's a good question, uh, Patrick. What would you I be looking to get? I love the nickname. Mike Will made it. I've been calling Mike him that Will for made years. It. Yeah. He's just the yeah. best. Shout out. Um, I, I would be looking about. for a first and second if I could get it. I, you know, I think you have to start with a first. But, first I mean, it's, it depends, second. you know. You're not. I don't think you can trade Mike Williams for less than a first. Like, what? What are you doing at that point? He's not a <laughs> maybe, bad wide receiver. Maybe, but, maybe, maybe, oh. maybe McNutted could go back to Adam and get a 2025 trade him, trade a 2025 second for him. Maybe that'd get it done. Um, but I, I think 
I would be looking to get a first, right? And I think you can use the just he's tethered to Justin Herbert for the next three years. A hundred percent. You know, he's the high flyer. Keenan Allen is old. He's gonna be the alpha. Maybe a first and a second is the way to go. Maybe that is. Maybe I'm underselling it a little bit. I would, but he would 100% be on the fucking chopping block today. Like I'm trying to get out of that. Use this, this excitement, this this hype, and the landing right, the spot that he's at. Like they're not gonna take a receiver. He's locked into Justin Herbert. I think a first round pick of 100%. I'd be trying to get for. Uh, for Mike Williams, Jay, but maybe you're right. Maybe All right, it's a Ray, first did you see uh, Jeremy Clark in the chat? This is an interesting question for you. It's pretty easy for me, but I think this one will pull to your heartstrings a little bit more. Corland Sutton or Mike Williams, straight up, who would you pick in this situation now? Mike. Mike. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm the same. I'm yeah, the same. I'm, take, I don't think take. Sutton's going to be drastically better. I'd still be trying to trade him, too, with yeah. this value bump in Rust, right? All right, let's get a couple of these Super Chat questions popping. So we're going to start up. Uh, this was just love. This was just love. There we go, Derek. Appreciate you. And this is Canadian. Derek. How how much is that in U.S. dollars? Oh, this is one of my cousins. Let's go, oh, Derek. What's good? Son of a bitch. Family love in the building. Family. What are yes, you sir. It's my money, then, man. That's you sent that to me. It's my ten dollars. <laughs> That's about five dollars. So there we go. Thank you, know, you Derek. Not Thank bad. You. Gas appreciate is it, high. Derek. Gas is high. We also had James in the building. Super chat. Skrilla Vanilla, Airborne, I got you, James. James is a new patron, man. I, is this really him on the uh, on the YouTube picture? James, is this you? Is this you? I don't want to fool we with you, know. man. James looks James look like he's with that with the shits. All right, here we go. Here we go. Super chat, Tim Clark. Start two, tight end league. Pat Fryermuth in two or two or Calvin Ridley, Irv Smith in 110. All right. Start two tight ends. I hate start two tight end leagues, bro. I hate them. I created a league that start two tight ends, and I've got Noah Fant and like uh, uh, Jeff Swaim is my two tight ends. It's not good. I'm not good in there. Uh, start two tight end league. Fryermuth in 202 or Ridley Irv Smith in 110. For me, it's pretty easy. It's Fryermuth in 202. I, I, yep. I get, I get yep. the buy. I get the buy low on Ridley. Ridley needs to shut up. If I'm his agent, his lawyer, <laughs> zip it. Zip, zip. Zip, zip, zip. What is that? The 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 Austin Powers zip it, zip it thing, yeah. zip it, zip it, zip, zip. Be quiet. Shut up, Calvin Ridley. Like, listen. The, there was some YouTube comments yesterday that completely corrected my age of Calvin Ridley. That actually he was born in 1991, which would make him 27, and by the he'd be 29.75. He's old. He's gonna be old by the time he comes back. Hadn't played football in two years. Uh, this is an easy one. Give me Pat Fryermuth, 202. You're staring down Jahan Dotson. Even if you wanted to take another tight end there, which you don't have to, right? But two tight end leagues that may get propelled up. You're still looking at Jalen Weidemeyer or a Trey McBride, uh, probably a George Pickens. Give me the give me Pat Fryermuth in 202. Easy um, in that case. All right, this is a big one. Let's let's. I gotta I gotta I gotta break it down. In OGQ, these eyes aren't 2020. Using Ray's method, my dynasty team is in the middle of the. So wait a minute. Is he saying because of my method, his dynasty team is in the middle is. of the road? He is. He's saying that you're no bitch. good and you have uh. to fix his team now. All right. All right. Well, let's see what we can do. CMC might be on the move. Should I trade away CMC now? Well, what is my method? My method is draft good players. Should I trade away CMC now or wait until CMT plays a few games and try to get max value? Um. Yeah. I mean, once he's on the field, right? After that first game where he scores 38 fantasy points, I mean, his value's back up. I, I, 
there's still people out there that love CMC, man. He's still a first-round dynasty startup pick. He's still one of the best, man. If he's on the field and playing, uh, the only other running back that I see outscoring him is Jonathan Taylor. Just what CMC does. Somebody had a crazy stat out there that, uh, did you see it in the Discord the other day, that if CMC never took a carry ever in his career, he still averages like 13.1 fantasy points per game without a single carry in his career. Wow. He, that's, that's insane, right? Because that's what that's what happens when you get running backs that can catch the ball. That's why we're so bullish on DeAndre Swift and you know Javonta Williams catching passes. Not saying he's CMC, but without ever taking a carry in his career, he's still averaging 13.1 fantasy points per game. CMC on the field is RB1 in fantasy. Like, he's RB1. I, I'm going to go on the field and healthy. There's no running back that's going to score you more points than Christian McCaffrey. What do you do in this situation? Maybe you need to wait a little bit. Like, I'm never, for me, in the way that I dynasty, I'm never in a rush to make a trade, right? I have no problem saying, ah, well, let's wait and see. Like, let's circle back in a couple of weeks, couple of months. Just wait. I think you just wait on CMC. I saw some stuff about the Arizona Cardinals potentially interested in trading for him. He gets a, he gets a, he gets a, he gets a situational upgrade. Perceived value, like perception is reality, right? And if the perception is that's an upgraded situation with the quarterback, with the offense, they're trading for him, then the reality is his value is going to spike up. So I think having Christian McCaffrey, that's a good bag to hold right now. Like worst case scenario, you're not sitting on an extremely depreciating asset at this point in time. I think all CMC's value can do personally is move up a little bit, at least for the short term, right? At least for the, as soon as training camp comes and you see that, that sculpted body, shirt off, abs, chiseled jawline, people are going to, people look at that shit, right? People are like, man, he looks good. Best shape of his life. Still 25 years old. So I said, just hold CMC for a little bit, unless you get something crazy for him. Right now, what would you accept for Christian McCaffrey? Like it would have to be Two first. I, I, two, if you could, if you could assure yourself, Brees Hall in a 2023 first, would you do that for CMC? Oh, 100. percent But I think that's unrealistic. You're asking you for the so? 101 and a 20. I think so. Yeah. You think so? I don't think someone's going to trade a like if if you're set on Brees Hall at 101, you're not going to trade Brees. But Hall there's some people who are. There's some people. I'm still yeah. seeing people have. Kenneth Walker as RB1. I'm still people seeing yeah. people. Uh, Brees Hall. Look at the comments from yesterday. There's 30, a 30 thread comment about people thinking too highly of Brees Hall. Oh, y'all are tripping. Yeah. There's no way I'm taking Brees Hall over J.K. Dobbins. There's no way I'm taking. So you've got people out there that still say J.K. Dobbins over Brees Hall. Najee Harris over Brees Hall. Travis Etienne over Brees Hall. So I think there's a world in which if you have a CMC, every league is different. I think Brees Hall or 101-102, okay, let's let's take it another direction. Kenneth Walker in a 2023 first, would you do that for Christian McCaffrey? I, yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I think for me, a, a move that I actually made this year that I think I would kind of just tell people this is a move I would consider for Christian McCaffrey is like if you add a player to him and try and get three firsts. Right, like if you add, a you're, not that, and and you're not you getting that, bro. You're not getting CMC, and you're not getting CMC in three picks. You're not getting no, 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 CMC. I'm saying, I'm saying CMC plus another player. Like you, you add a player to okay. it to to get off of him and try and pull three firsts in three seconds. Like I think that's a doable trade. It's a trade I did for, with Saquon. You know, need to get off Saquon. He had a couple of good games, or his value starts to go up a little bit. Maybe you add a little bit to it, and you just ship this guy off for six picks and see what happens. Right, like. 
this is a great trade. You know, you talk you talk about this trade that Gene made, Javante Williams for J.K. Dobbins and a twenty three first. I you love like this, this trade. I love you, it for what side? I just I love it for I love it for Gene, and the reason why is because he's getting a running back that I think you know you can count on versus a running back you hope you can count on. I love the twenty three first, but if you have a good team and you need a running back you know you can count on week after week, I think that's Javante Williams. I don't think we know what J.K. Dobbins' floor-ceiling mix is because we know Lamar's going to take away yards. We know Lamar's going to take away touchdowns. The 23 first, you know, let's say it's a mid-first. You know, that's usually how we value first in following years. I think this is a great trade. Like, J.K. Dobbins is maybe a third-round startup pick, maybe, right now. And Javante Williams is basically a first-round pick. He's he's back-end first in Superflex leagues, or he's, you know, early second. I think that's a massive value bump. Like, I think you got to pay at least a first, maybe even more, in some leagues to go from like to get Javante Williams with JK Dobbins. Man, like part of me agrees with both sides of this. Like I'm seeing, like Joe said, um, Dobbins acres overhyped. Uh, some people say it's good for both sides. Dobbins on a team that doesn't have room for RB one. How old is CMC? I think he's 25. I think he just turned 25, which is crazy. I believe I CMC just turned 25. Um, Another person, Dobbins is overhyped. Uh, oh, 26 in June. He's so turning 26. He's turning, yeah. turning, turning 26. Yeah, he's 25, turning 26. I, I would rather J- Javonta Williams, for sure. Like, I would rather Javonta Williams. Is the and I'm just asking. I don't know, right? Is the gap between... Because it, it just looked, based on training camp and preseason, it looked like J.K. was on his way to smashing like it just, he just looked good in 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 you know going into last season he just looked good like for whatever that's worth which is not much but what's the gap between Javonta Williams and J.K. Dobbins like if I think a lot going, well, well let's just go off of what the books say right now Javonta Williams over under rushing yard total is 1100 yards and I remember I took that bet on prize picks and you were yeah. you were kind of like I don't know if he can get 1100 I don't know I think I think that's around J.K. Dobbins' floor, right? And that's that line is yeah. set as his ceiling, not his floor. Um, I think things I think things change now, though, right? You don't you can't stack the box now against Javante Williams because okay. of Russell Wilson. So it's a big factor for me, right? And like you said, and your argument was Javante Williams had 900 yards on 200 carries this year. He'll probably have 250 carries, and he'll probably have a better yards per carry because defenders won't be able to be in the box against him. And yeah. J.K. Dobbins, you know, we, yeah, I think the problem is we haven't seen him. And to be fair, that's hurt his value, but not his See, talent. This the is, talent this, is still there. The comments are why these trades are always interesting, right? Some people are saying, are you serious? Williams is miles ahead of G- Dobbins, right? That's what's up. From then, a value perspective, to, for sure. Then, th- from a value perspective, yes, I'm just talking about what, what they could produce. And then some people are, Dobbins is underrated. This is why these things always, there's always two sides to how people view these players. I don't. I didn't say which side I liked or not. I liked the 2023 first, but I'm just saying if... So would you accept that tear down? If you had Javonta Williams, would you tear down? Because, yes, Javonta Williams is ahead of J.K. Dobbins. I know that. I'm not fucking saying that. But would that be a tear down move that you're willing to make? To tear down from Javonta to J.K. Dobbins and getting... We project mid to late because we're not going to project high first. So the 107 to 112 in 2023, is that a tear down that you'd be willing to make? 
Uh, no. And the reason why is because I think it's light from a value perspective. I think where you're right is that it could be a lot closer from a production perspective, but I think from a value perspective, you're probably not getting what you should for basically a top five running back right now. And J.K. Dobbins is maybe a top 15 running back. Okay. So I think it's a significant tear down from a value perspective. And that's why I like the Javante side, because he's only going to get more and more hyped. And if you so want to flip him later, you could probably get more. Here's what Mike said. If the first is early, smash. So 105, 101 through 105, smash for a tear down. If the first is late, give me Javante. That's where I'm at. We're just talking through it, yeah, man. Makes, it makes sense. We're just talking through it. All right. The last one we're going to take a look at. Let's. This is the one you think it's just terrible. We both. I, we I, I, think it's terrible. A lot of we people know think it's terrible. terrible. All right. So McNutted back on the back on the heat. So Mike. 4D, make sure you tap into 4D chess, traded away Jamar Chase. And he got this is bad. the 112 this year, a 2024 first, the 201 and the 205. So let's just let's 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 do let's pull up some ADP, right? Like so 112 based on the ADP, right? Like based on the ADP, let's let's pull this up. 112 would be George Pickens. Why am I blocking myself? I want to be seen. Let's block you off. All right. 112, George Pickens, uh, Alave, Rashad White, 201, Ritter, White, 205, David Bell, Jahan Dotson territory. Is that enough for you to move off of Jamar Chase? No. God, no. Are you serious? Mike traded away Jamar Chase for four second-round picks. That's what he did. He, he can say, oh, well, the 201 is basically a first. It's as close to the first I'm as gonna the let 212 you, is to a I'm going to let you have it because you and, Mike, you and Mike went back and forth on this deal, and Mike is defending it. He said this is— He can this defend is, it, but it's just— Okay, so he, this is the reason why it's bad, people. Mike has his philosophy. He likes to tear down. One, he didn't tear down. He didn't get any receivers <laughs> in the deal. That's, that's, the, that's the biggest L of all. He didn't even abide by his own philosophy. You want to trade for the picks? That's fine. <laughs> I get it. You want those sexy draft picks. You're all in love with the 22 class. But people, from a value perspective, this is a terrible trade. Jamar Chase is worth three first-round picks. He's a top-10 startup pick. You don't trade that away for three second-round picks and a 24 first. We already talked about how far away 25 is. Well, 24 is just as far away. So unless he's banking on getting Trayvon Henderson – at the 101 with that draft pick, this just this just ain't it. And do not okay. do this. If you're tearing down, actually tear down. Don't just take picks and pray you are the God's given best drafter in the world. That's Ooh, just my opinion. I shots do it. fired, baby. Shots fired. I fucking love Savage. it. Talk, talk that shit, Jay Rich. Talk it, baby. It um yeah, I didn't like it either. <laughs> when I saw it on the Discord, I said I ate it, bro. Like that's that's for me. That's not the tier down I'm trying to make. Now, let's just say hypothetically that first rounder was top. It, would it? It make has it, to be the 101. Like it has to be Trayvon Henderson, or it's a terrible. No, 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 trade. no. no. I'm, I'm talking 2022. If that 112 oh, okay. is, if that 112 is, let's just say. Brees or Kenneth Walker, because for right now, those are our top two running backs, right? Brees or Kenneth Walker, would that make any difference? If that was Brees Hall and a 2024 uh, well, first. Well, oh, I'm you're saying, saying if taking the 112 out. Yeah, if you're taking that out. If it's Brees Hall, I think you're pretty close, yeah. I think you're okay. pretty close. I don't think it's, I mean, it's not Brees Hall. It's about 11 picks behind that, but 
yeah, I think you're getting closer. I think for me, it's just Jamar Chase is a tough guy to sell unless you're really giving me a lot. Like the dude is going to be really good for a long time. We saw the way Justin Jefferson maintained this value. Is, like to me, this is uh, a force trade. This is listen. As my advice as content creators, I know that we have our thing, right? Like our thing. This is our thing, and sometimes you lean hard into that. Like, yeah, I'm the. I'm gonna. I'm going to show you, damn it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going to tear down. Sometimes it's okay to say I'm not going to do that. Sometimes it's okay to just pu- just put the phone down. Don't press accept. Don't press send. In no world, no universe, no planet, the multiverse, AT&T U-verse, I am not trading Jamar Chase for three, two second-round picks, essentially three second-round picks because the 112, all the, all the tier one guys are gone. Unless you're saying I just want darts, I just think that's I, there's nothing that that screams this is a good deal in my opinion. Like nothing, like everything about that trade just looks stank, bro. Everything about like there's no like you you sold Jamar Chase sixty cents on the dollar. You sold him sixty cents on the dollar. I mean, maybe if he's lucky, he got sixty cents on the dollar. It looks I would say he sold them for forty cents on the dollar. You, mm. you need to get like a top six draft pick. Mm. That to me is, is the hardest part. It's like if maybe you're like, okay, well, I love Garrett Wilson. I love Traylon Burks. I love, you know, Drake London. Then maybe you can get some of that back if they hit and you and you believe in them. But you can't even mm-hmm. get that. You're looking at, you know, another tier down. So it's just it's a tough trade to make for the number one wide receiver in football from a value perspective. Unless you want to think it's Justin Jefferson, in which case I'm fine with that, too. But, you know, we'll see. Okay. It's a tough, tough trade. To look at again, you know. Sorry, Mike, but we had to dig it up. We had to dig yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, here we go, man. Um, it's good to kind of talk some values. It, it would have been nice. What I should have done is pull up some Jamar Chase trades. I was trying to pull some up in the back to see kind of where people are giving up to to get Jamar Chase. But every Wednesday, we're talking value. So if you got trades, if you got questions, let's take a couple of questions, Jay. For for if we got any in here, everyone's just roasting. Um, roasting uh, old, old Mike right here. Look at this one. Worst trade I've seen in a long time. Just to show you that Knob Creek and trading don't mix. Yeah, you probably want to leave that alone, man. Get that Casamigos to have you feeling just right. Um, giving away pro- Jamar Chase probably isn't a good strategy. There you go. All right. Ah, I love it. I love it. Well, what are we doing tomorrow, Jay? What do people want to do tomorrow? What are, What are people you want to do? do well, we could ask them what they want to do. Remember, we were planning on doing a one QB ADP check um, or a mock draft, kind of one or the other. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. We already gave them a little bit of a taste. I guess we could we could go through it again. We could go through it again. You More in detail, mock, not mock, so much. mock draft with them, like live on the show. Ooh, you want to do that? Another, another live mock. Let's are do they? Let's are, do are they gonna be there? I can't. Man, no listen, auto. If you, sign, if you sign, don't put this shit up until like five minutes. I'm putting up show. right away. I did, and still people. They, if, if you if you join the mock, stay and do the damn mock, right? We're only doing 10 seconds a pick. Ten, just get through it. Or 30 seconds a pick. 30 seconds a pick. We're doing a mock with y'all live. Tap in. Be here. Go to Pristine Auction. Register with the code All Gas so you can get entered in the JT Helmet giveaway. Use the promo code WAKEUP. Jump on those NFL future lines. We're doing a single quarterback mock. Maybe we'll do two. Maybe we'll try I'll do to do two. two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do two. We'll compare them, talk about single quarterback is brutal. And that's where that's where we're going to see the changes, man, is single quarterback, right? Because all the QBs get bumped down. 
we'll do a mock with y'all tomorrow be here tap in live we appreciate all the super chat all the comments all the love you know it's all love make sure you tap in the 4d chats mike and adam are dope gene and ike and off the line fantasy ben ebs with the young cats make sure you follow everything that jordan's laying down make sure you follow him man he's putting some good tips out there if you want to be a content creator he gives out free nuggets all the time we love y'all we appreciate y'all tapping in have a fantastic wednesday and we'll be here with y'all tomorrow we out of this thing peace